I yeah. think we can use tech massively in fashion to, uh, you know, make sustainability an awful lot better because people will buy things and use their house as the changing room and then they'll send the things back that don't yeah. fit them yeah. um, or they don't like the style or all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And actually you can build the technology so that I can create the changing room and the mirror on your computer so that you'll only buy what you like and then you won't return it. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Heads Talk with me, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter, the podcast where we talk to C-level executives, leaders of institutions and heads of multinationals. What are the current topics they talk? We listen. My guest today has nearly 30 years of international business experience in the technology industry. He is an IT strategy specialist and is all about business transformation, business process improvements, and re-engineering through the use of technology and data. This is this series on Ed's Talk, where we talk to executive leaders in this space about how tech is changing the sector for the better. But before we get into that, here's a brief message. This episode is sponsored by Axia. Axia is the leading private cloud platform in the Alessian and Matamos ecosystem, combining intelligent solutions with security and control. Axia's clients profit from digitalization and automation of critical business processes in a cloud and hybrid architecture. 150 staff provide migration, engineering, and support services to over 200 leading organizations in 32 countries. Ed's Talk podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter. Ed Alford is the Chief Technology Officer for fashion retailer New Look. His aim is to enable the organization to be the best omni-channel retailer for their customers. In this role, he is leading the organization through a complete technology refresh, transforming all networks, infrastructure, cloud, development, and data to be platform-driven. Prior to New Look, Ed has led large global teams in the oil industry as the CIO and Executive VP in BP. Ed has been seen as a transformational leader over the years, breaking conventional wisdom and driving dramatic change within IT and the business over the last 10 years, leading the way in driving large-scale production workloads to public cloud, implementing a multidiscipline squad approaches to development and driving cultural change required for IT teams to lead in the digital world. Academically, Ed has a bachelor's in engineering, aeronautical engineering from the University of Glasgow. Time for a conversation, don't you think? So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Ed to Head's Talk. Many thanks for being with us today. Hi, Elaine. I think I saw the, I saw the head, the the headline areas that, that you wanted to talk about. Um, I'm afraid it's just pure technical, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. And, and I think that would please many of my listeners in this space. Um, I want to get right into it with this. Um, and the, the thing I wanted to ask you, um, one of the first things I want to talk about, obviously, is your role in New, in New York. You, you are the chief technical officer. And yeah. pretty much just what, what you do in that space. Part of my job is to re-engineer um, the uh, e-com and the app 
to be more kind of microservices API based so that we mm -hmm. can do things a lot quicker mm -hmm. and we can respond to customers and mm -hmm. trends mm -hmm. and um, adapt technologies faster. Because yes. um, yes. right, right now, and a lot of other retailers, I mean, a lot of retailers are doing this because what they had for e-commerce was big kind of systems that encompassed everything. And those were systems like Hybris and Demandware, but it was very difficult to change them and put things into them. It so it would maybe take you six months. Like yeah. So it, things could take six months, but at which point the market's moved and yes. you've lost the opportunity. Yes, that's one of the questions. That's what, when people talk about digital transformation and they put their plans together, it's like three to five years. Mate, the whole thing's probably changed in a year. You're going to have to Absolutely. rethink, especially within the retail industry. It, it, speed is kind of the, the common denominator here, the main factor in terms of uh, the changes. Absolutely. And I, and I kind of want you to sort of talk to my listeners about that and emphasize that in that sense. There's something else, because um, I, I tried to do some digging with New Look, but I, it was very brief and it was today. So, because yesterday was my yeah. birthday, so I didn't have the chance. Oh, about, happy birthday. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> I, I stopped celebrating after I passed a certain... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway um, it's, it's about CRM system providers. Well, you know, we know the old sort of the Salesforce, even like all, all the other ones and SAP and, and and I want to know how they've really morphed. I don't know if you can talk about that at all or, if you, or you can talk about it generally. I don't know if you have a, a bespoke um, tailored CRM system within New Look uh, or how, do you have something like off the peg that you've modified? I, I don't know. The, the reason why I want to talk about that is because I think that they have really completely changed what they do and they're not just the old, you know, the good old fashioned CRM systems that we know of, they, they're yeah. a complete holistic kind of um, service offering. Well, I mean, it's it's part of what, part of what we're doing as, as part of a number of things. I mean, yeah. we've got a product at the moment called Emarsis, which is a kind of main customer platform. But what I'm trying to do is, you know, put in place, so there's kind of, at New Look, um, in order to get things to move faster, we've got mm -hmm. to replace an offer of infrastructural component. So, for example, uh, networks at all of the stores so that we've got customer and store Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. um, new store systems that are labeled mobile uh, point mm -hmm. of sale and e-receipting e and all of that kind of stuff. Because mm -hmm. all of that, and, and then you kind of get people who use your app and yeah. all of those things so that you try and build a, a bigger picture of the customer more so than just the typical CRM systems, which are around, you've signed up and we'll tell you about promotions and mm -hmm. you're on our database and yes. we know it's your birthday and all that kind of stuff. Versus understanding the customer to a level where I can tell you when you're likely to return a product because mm -hmm. I know that your history of making returns. Mm -hmm. um, and also building products, we bit like the thing you're talking about on the circular economy. I yeah. think we can use tech massively in fashion to, uh, you know, make sustainability an awful lot better because people will buy things and use their house as the changing room and then they'll send the things back that don't yeah. fit them yeah. um, or they don't like the style or all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And actually you can build the technology so that I can create the changing room and the mirror on your computer so that you'll only buy what you like and then you won't return oh. it. Is, is it, are we veering into augmented reality, Connors? We... Well, the, the, I, there is some augmented stuff out there, Elaine, but it's not much better than augmenting a Rolling Stones t-shirt on a 45-year-old bloke. <laughs> um, 
So it doesn't really... You mean 95-year-old bloke? <laughs> or a 95-year-old bloke. Um, <laughs> you know, or augmented reality with a pair of shades yes. is okay. Augmented reality with a pair of trainers, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Putting a dress on you and showing you how it really fits um, is very difficult and nobody's cracked that yet. Yeah, we're, um, still in, we're still in the infant stages of we are. reality, but I'm sure as New Look, you are watching this space because at uh, some totally. point down the road, we're, we're looking at actually doing this virtual shopping and, and getting a sense of being there in a virtual to sense and trying on the gear. And also uh, with some of your products in, in terms of what that completely change advertising and marketing, because you'll see uh, what people are looking at. You'll probably even co-create with customers, all this kind of stuff, yeah? No, no question at all. So I'm looking to work with Google around how much is possible around yeah. you know, the whole data and how much you can use from your customers and what they'll let you use. But absolutely, every time I see it, I have a wee look at it. If somebody sends me something through and I go, well, it's not quite there yet. I've got a conversation with Accenture on the metaverse. All right. Um, on uh, In a week's time, I think, mm -hmm. around how does that play into things? How does that work? And I've got my... Uh, the, the girl who works for the chief commercial officer who's head of design yeah. Yeah. joining that to talk about how that works and then again getting feedback from your customers bringing the whole bringing all of those worlds closer mm -hmm. together um, so I look at that all the time one of the questions I want to ask you uh, that I'll ask um, all the um, guests for this particular series uh, is um, what is the solution that you think is yet to be developed but sits within the retail world once available. So it's something for you to sort of hypothesize on and think about. I've done this with the current series and we get some really great, interesting, probably forward thinking answers with that one. So it's something on the table for you to have a look at and perhaps you maybe yeah. weave in some of the stuff you've already talked about and it's still in well, this yeah. stage, you know? Definitely, I mean, I definitely think there's something around augmented reality, virtualization mm -hmm. and seeing proper fit in what things and yes. trying things on real fit um using you you know using an oculus rift mm -hmm. right the, mm -hmm. the changing room the changing room is exactly the same as the changing room yes. in a shop yes that that doesn't exist yet it's people have got bits of it it's close to it yeah. there's there's things but nobody's got it nailed to the point whereby you can look at yourself in a mirror wearing an oculus rift in your house mm. and go i like that i'm buying it yeah. And then you click yeah. on the buy and the whole thing follows through yeah. that it gets delivered to your door. Yeah. And, and it's not just as linear as that. It could be, I, I put on the garment, well, actually, I don't like this bit of it. I'll redesign this, get that information data back to the organization like New Look and see what the other customers say if you put it out there in a forum. Everyone says, okay, we prefer to buy that as opposed to the current, you know, that sort of stuff. They would always yeah, so redesign things, co-create, as they say. With, yeah, with the organisation, that's a forward-thinking thing. But you know, that's going to sort of change the way the shopping experience, change the way how things are delivered. You know, it's like music and stuff like that. It completely changes the way that's delivered. Completely, and I, and I think that the only thing, you know, what you would what you would then do is is that you could start getting customers as part of the design process because this <laughs> stuff sometimes takes a wee while on the supply chain. So. Yes. You could get uh, the designers working with, you know, people who would be trying things on using virtual reality, give the feedback, and then exactly. they build the product. The product then gets ordered and, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever else yeah. gets shipped yeah. in for the autumn winter selection. Yeah. 
-hmm. and then that's all there right so definitely yes. you know that the, the whole thing is very symbiotic exactly. so that would be a good thing to talk about exactly and you, and you get such feedback well before the product is out there for customers to buy and also it cuts out a lot of the waste uh, in case you know this product doesn't go down well and that's good for the sustainability ability exactly right really. excellent so cool we're, we're in agreement in what we're going to be talking about yeah yeah, perfect. Oh, could you do me a mini favor and just say the new retail series? The new retail series. Thank you. Um, if, if you're wondering what that's all about, just listen to the promo videos of previous series. We always use one voice to say that, you know, so. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that, that, that will be your acting debut, Ed. So you all right. Okay. You might Thanks get called from much. Steven Spielberg, you know. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Great spending some time with you. Anyway, yes, it I... has indeed, and and thank you for that mini recording, Ed. <laughs> no problem okay. at all, Elaine. Okay. Um. Any any questions for me? Oh, good. Thank you. Have a lovely, lovely weekend and a you lovely have night. Have a great weekend, and on Monday we'll right. chat. Take care. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Heads Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via my website, elainepringle.com forward slash Heads Talk, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsors, guests, and you for helping to make the show possible. Please join me next time where I'll be featuring more executives, C-suite leaders, and heads of multinationals. Heads Talk podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter.